So I made you a free guided meditation, which is all about gratitude. Now, I know people talk about gratitude all the time, but there is a good reason why we really want to cultivate feelings of gratitude every single day. There is so much scientific evidence to show the relationship between gratitude and well-being, and multiple studies suggest that people who feel more grateful are far more likely to have high levels of happiness, as well as significantly lower levels of depression and stress. And one thing that I have found about gratitude is that the more you tap into it, the more you find things to be grateful for every day, the more things start to come into your life that make you feel grateful. Now, this freebie is a meditation, as I say, and I'm sure you've also heard about the huge benefits of having a regular meditation practice. So this is a double whammy of a meditation and a way to cultivate feelings of gratitude every day. It's only about 15 minutes, and I guarantee you that if you do this meditation, every single day consistently, over time, you are going to feel better. You're going to feel calmer. You're going to feel happier. You're going to feel more connected, more present, and more able to respond to things rather than just react. So to get my free meditation, all you've got to do is go to lucymegason.com forward slash meditation. Once again, that's lucymegason, M-E-G-G-E-S-O-N, lucymegason.com forward slash meditation. Okay, let's get on with the episode. Hello and welcome to Thursday Thoughts. Thursday Thoughts? What the hell are they? I hear you cry. Well, my friend Polly and I meet every week over on Instagram to talk all things personal growth because she is as obsessed with it as I am. And we decided that we might as well put those conversations out as a weekly podcast. So now you can listen to us chat here on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. And we'll be talking about topics such as spirituality, limiting beliefs, ego, imposter syndrome, gratitude, meditation, confidence, and so much more. So if you're ready, here we go. So this morning, we talk about comparison. And I think this is actually a really good topic, Lucy, because I mean, because everybody compares themselves to everybody, we all do it. We all do it all of the time. And I think we've all been doing it all of our lives, right from very small children. You know, you learn to, we're conditioned, aren't we, to just constantly be comparing ourselves to the others. It might just be sitting in the classroom and your friend's got 10 out of a 10 in a test and you've got 5 out of 10. And you're like, hold on a minute, why are they doing better than me? And it makes you feel less than. And I think that starts all the way from childhood, all the way through our lives. Yet it can actually be just so kind of it can make us feel so shit about ourselves and it really does affect our self-esteem and how we feel ourselves um so yeah it was quite interesting as when we decided that we we're gonna do this i was like right oh i remember i remembered a, a study which i had heard on someone else's podcast so i quickly looked it up what it was and i loved this and i think it really illustrates really well Um, what comparison does so it's all about the fact that comparison really is the thief of joy so there was this study there was this scientist and he had two monkeys these two female monkeys sitting side by side and 
the monkeys were rewarded when they were when they gave a pebble back to the scientist. They were scientists. Said, Can you give me the pebble? And this was the, one of the monkeys gave the scientist the pebble, and the scientist gave the monkey as a reward a cucumber. And the monkey was so delighted and happy, and was like, "Yes, I've got a cucumber." Until she saw that the monkey beside her who had also given the pebble back to the scientists, had been given a grape, which was deemed a much sweeter, more juicy treat. And apparently the, the, the monkey with the cucumber was so cross that she didn't have her have the grape, although she had just been a second ago been happy with her cucumber, that she threw the cucumber back at the scientists. And I think that just is such a inspiration. Oh my God, that's hilarious. Of, of basically how comparison is the thief of joy you know how we can be so happy with our lot until we compare ourselves to somebody else who's actually we perceive that their lot is better than ours and then it robs our joy and so that's why it can be so detrimental i think to, to all of us <laughs> my god that is that is just so interesting and also hilarious just this vision of this monkey chucking a cucumber at the scientist but but yeah i mean completely comparison really truly is the thief the thief even of joy and i actually think that you know like you say we all do it we all compare ourselves all the time and have done for our entire lives and i actually think that this might be a bit of a sweeping statement but i think that that our tendency to compare ourselves is actually the root of so many problems in the world because there's just this constant you know, I want what, I want what, I'll have what she's having, um, just to do a When Harry Met Sally reference, which is completely inappropriate, but anyway, um, it, it really is that it's just so huge, and we need to learn to stop doing it, and, and I remember, um, I always use the example of the podcast, but I remember when I first started this podcast, um, Spinsterhood Reimagine, for anyone who doesn't know the name of it, but when I first start, when I decided to start a podcast, I hadn't, I, I literally did, I just decided that was it, I was going to do it. I made, the, I made the decision and just started working on it. Um, and I hadn't looked at all at any other podcasts in that space. I hadn't done any research at all to see what podcasts that are there out there about being single and childless and da 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 da. And then, one day, I think it was about a month before I was launching the first, you know, episode one, I discovered a podcast called A Single Serving Podcast with somebody called Shaney Silver, who she's been on my podcast, I've been on her podcast, she's awesome. And anyway, I discovered her podcast, which is brilliant, like absolutely brilliant. She's incredibly intelligent, she's really funny, she's like really articulate, and I just was like, oh my God, holy shit. And for a moment, it completely sent me into this like tailspin of panic of like, oh my God, you know, well, there's no point in me starting a podcast because Shaney's got this amazing podcast and what's the point of me doing it? La, la, la. And I went into this sort of complete like comparisonitis nightmare. But the way that I have learned to deal in my own life with comparison is to think of it in a certain way which is that there are 8 billion people on this planet and there will always, always, always be people who are brighter than you, 
prettier than you, taller than you, shorter than you, smarter than you, funnier than you, sexier than you, cooler than you, whatever it is, there will always be people who are, you know, whatever your particular issue that you tend to compare yourself around is, there are always going to be people who are, quote unquote, better than you. But, but if you think about it, every single person on the planet has that. And when you think about it in terms of the 8 billion people on the planet, you realize that actually this is something I've really taken on board over the last couple of years, well, basically since doing a podcast, is that there really is no competition because there's room for everyone. Like when I, you know, I, I, I mean, I was never going to not do a podcast because I discovered Shaney's podcast, but I think probably a lot of people don't do something because they, you know, they compare themselves to others and they're like, well, that's been done before. And I've had, I've had conversations with people before about, about them starting podcasts. And they've been like, yeah, but there's loads of podcasts in, you know, the running space or the cooking space or the whatever. But at the end of the day, we are all 100% unique. And I think this is the thing that we have to realize. We are all of the 8 billion people on the planet, every single one of us is totally unique and every single one of us is attracted to a different type of person, a different type of podcast, a different type of whatever it may be. So I just think the way to think about it is that really, that number one, you're unique, all of us are, and number two, there is no competition because there's plenty of room for everybody. And if I'd allowed my, me comparing myself to Shaney's podcast to stop me from starting a podcast, then I would never have started a podcast and therefore doors wouldn't have opened and things wouldn't have happened and my life would look very different now. So it, it just really is such a shame. And I think also the other thing to say about comparison is that the way we've also got to look at it is um, when we see someone, because it also comes down to, you know, jealousy and envy, doesn't it? Essentially comparison, because we've all had it. God knows I've had it. You can see someone on social media or somebody, you know, or whatever it may be, you come across somebody who you feel really envious about, or you're jealous of them for some reason. I've had it in relationships where I've been jealous of a girl who I've decided my boyfriend must be madly in love with. And I've realized that actually it wasn't about him, you know, it wasn't about any of my exes kind of having a thing about the girl that I had a thing about. It was me having a thing about that girl and me comparing myself to them and feeling jealous because I was worried that I was gonna lose my boyfriend to another girl when in actual fact, it was actually just about me comparing myself to that girl. And, but I think what I was, what I, the point that I'm trying to get to is that I think we need to, rather than, you know, if we get those feelings of envy and jealousy, which we're all going to get all the time, you know, we're all going to get them at some point, everybody does. But the way to, I think, deal with it is to, when you see somebody with something that you want, whether it be, um, you know, the way that somebody is or the house that somebody has or the holiday that somebody's been on or the life that somebody has or whatever it is, you, the best thing to do is to look at that as um, inspiration and proof that you can have it too. Mm. Because if somebody is doing something that you want to do, but you're not doing it, rather than going, oh my God, they're doing it and I'm so jealous and blah, 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 just think, well, the fact that that person who is just a human being like me is doing this thing means that I can, I can do it too. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So I totally. Yeah. To think a really good way to think. Oh, has joined. Hi, Chris Porson.
yeah no I totally agree I mean I you know I'm the same with the with the pod with my podcast as well you know suddenly it's like my gosh there's quite a few people doing what I'm doing why why is anyone going to to choose to listen to me and then you kind of get wrapped up in looking at all those people who are doing what you're doing something similar but actually what I have found to be so helpful with that is just to get in touch with them people I've invited everybody onto the podcast and it's sort of collaboration really does kind of help with this comparisonitis because actually you realize they're just like you you don't you know all we see is their highlights reel and we don't really see any of the behind the scenes and once you actually start speaking to these people you realize that gosh there is an awful lot going on behind the scenes and actually it's not all what you perceive it to be we only see the the, the highlights and I have found that collaboration has been such a brilliant way to really squash that comparisonitis. And I've loved, loved meeting so many people in the same space. And actually it leads to so many different opportunities. And particularly if you've kind of got a similar mission, yeah. actually a great way to kind of have a, have a greater impact as well. Um, but so, I also think, you know, it, it's how we, it's how we perceive what people think of us. And I think rather than worrying what people are thinking of us, you know, which is, you know, we're just kind of thinking, oh, well, we're not, we're not as good as them. We've got to start focusing on ourselves much more and really start to focusing on you know, your own definition of success. Because actually your definition of success might not be living in a great big mansion it might not be that you might think i wouldn't actually want to do that but so you're but so when you're seeing these people you've kind of got what something which you think is something amazing actually it's about looking back at you going well would i really want that maybe you would i don't know and if you have if you do want it then okay what what can i do to go about achieving that goal and you know that then is about right well we'll discover what your strengths are as you said you know we are all so uniquely unique you know we all have our own sort of unique soul living within us and so we need to really discover what our strengths are and i think you know the problem is right from school years or from parents or whatever we've been given these parameters of like what intelligence is quote unquote so if you don't fit within those parameters then you immediately start to judge yourself like i'm not good enough i'm not good enough wouldn't it be so lovely if at school we were just all celebrated and measured on just being uniquely us because that's ultimately what we try and do is just find within you what are your strengths and, I, and nobody ever teaches you to do this and, it, and i think the more of us who can actually find and pull out what those strengths are and focus on our uniqueness then we don't need to compare ourselves with anybody else because no one's going to be the same as you and I think since I've started to to realize actually what what am I good at what am I where you know who what who is me then actually it's like well I'm never going to be that person who I look up to and think is is amazing because I don't have what she's got but she hasn't got what I've got I've got the x y and z you know so I think that's a really good antidote to comparisonitis is really start focusing on yourself and what you, and your strengths and what you're good at and your definition of success i absolutely love that polly it's so uh, i couldn't agree more and you're so right and in fact when i have those moments of thinking you know like imposter syndrome oh my god who am i to do this and i can't do this and there's millions of people doing whatever 
it, you're so right. The way to think about it is, well, because I, I just think, especially in terms of the podcast, at the end of the day, nobody can say things the way that I say them. And nobody, nobody can think about things and express things in the way that I think about them and express them. In the same way that nobody can say things or think about things in the way that you can say things and think about things. So you're absolutely right. We need to look, we need to look inwards. And just going back, picking up on something else that you said, I think what's really key to keep in mind and, and remember and just be mindful of is it's so easy to take your focus off the road ahead where you are going because you're constantly looking from side to side and I just say to I, I'm I really try and when it comes to you know various things that I'm doing in my life I just have this thing of it's almost like you've got to put blinkers on blinkers on look ahead do not keep looking side to side because apart from anything else it's distracting you and taking you away from the path that you're on and it's stopping you from moving forward because you are constantly you know hesitating to look around and see what everybody else is doing so if you can just literally put those sort of metaphorical blinkers on and just keep moving in the direction that you're going because no one else is going on the exact same path as you that's your path and that's another reason why there is no competition and it really doesn't matter what everybody else is doing because you and only you are on your unique life path so just keep those blinkers on and keep looking forward and yeah. keep reminding yourself that nobody can do it the way that you can nobody so yeah. you know and i think we just got to be kind to ourselves as well you know we've got to try and obviously not judge ourselves when we are judging others <laughs> but because actually i mean it's it's so inherently inbuilt in us this this kind of comparisonitis and i think that's i'm sure it's because um you know if you think when we were evolving we were brought up in tribes and and we all had to be part of a group collective so we had to sort of you know fit in and you know, you didn't want to really stand out and be too different because you might have a fear of being kind of shoved out of the group and then you wouldn't have survived. So we've all got this sort of feeling of like, well, we want to just sort of, you know, be the same. And you can see it, you know, as, as groups of young people, you can see even their friends, they all dress the same, they all look the same. It, it's, it takes quite a lot for someone to kind of just stand out and just be who they are. Although so great when you do see that but we're all very nervous about you know of standing out so I think we do have to be really kind to ourselves and just have that awareness that is how we've sort of survived and so that is inherently built into us so by having that awareness you can just go actually okay I know that it feels uncomfortable to just be me but actually I am unique and yeah it's focusing focusing on 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 you, yeah, keeping your blinkers on is, is a great way to yeah. go. I heard you just remind me of, um, I read something the other day, it was a quote, and I can't remember the exact words, so I'm paraphrasing, but it was basically, it was, it, the, the gist of it was, rather than changing yourself so that other people like you and accept you and want to be around you, the way to kind of go through life is to completely be yourself and then the people that are meant to be in your life and the people that will love you and are your people will find you and I absolutely bloody love that because it's so damn true we just need to stay in our own lane 
be ourselves, be authentic. And when you, when you do that, then the right people are just going to gravitate towards you and into your life. I really, truly believe that. But I think we're so often worried about, and you know, myself included, like we're so, you know, we're so often worried. I was much worse at this when I was younger, for sure, you know, and, and it's, you know, obviously it's very different when you're, a, when you're a kid. But in adult life, I think we have to realize that the, the way to go is to not feel like we've got to change ourselves to be like somebody else or, or, or be liked by somebody else. We just need to be ourselves and then the right people come to us. I actually did a mini-sode <clears throat> a couple of weeks ago called 10 Things We Should Have Been Taught in School. Um, it's just reminded me of some, something reminded me of it that you said earlier on. And I, going back to what you were saying about school, I have to say that I really feel that so much of the education system is just teaching kids the wrong freaking things and they could there are so many i know that's another sweeping statement but i really believe that i really do it you know kids are coming out of school feeling like they are not enough and that is that is largely you know going back to the subject of a comparison because it's constantly comparing yourself to this person what's this person doing what's that person doing whereas if we were all really nurtured for what who we are at school if we were all taken because we're all so different like you do you know you put a load of kids in a classroom who are all completely different and they've all got to focus on this one thing and of course all of them are gonna you know have different you know varying levels of difficult finding it difficult or easy or whatever it may be i think if people were sort of encouraged from a really young age to hone in on on their own personal talents and their their own personal gifts and whether that means being brilliant at maths or whether that means being brilliant at music it doesn't matter yeah um, once you're uh, given or one should not be given more weight than the other which at the moment is all on sort of academic yeah. stuff and like you know having a teacher for so many years i saw these poor kids just struggling they just were not designed to sit within the classroom context and they you know and just struggling and so just felt so crap about themselves and it's like but they had so many other talents outside of the classroom and I know schools try and bring those out but it's and it, it's but it just doesn't really work it's really crap I mean gosh I Lucy I, I totally resonate because I sat I honestly I wished I knew what I all of this from a much younger age because I honestly think it was only really when I went through that my horrendous perimenopause experience but I learn all of this stuff. I honestly feel like I have been shape-shifting my whole life to fit in to right. groups, never really finding who I was, you know, and just, and that just makes you feel constantly on edge because you're never quite being you. So I, I do think this is such an important subject and I, yeah, the more we, the more we, we know it, the more we can be ourselves and, yeah it's so and it does feel so good and grounding and stay stabilizing when you can really just sort of stand here and just say okay yeah i've got my unique gifts i am who i am i know who i am in the world and i know a lot of that comes with age as you get older it's much easier for us to say that but um yeah i'm just actually so grateful and of course comparisonitis is always going to 
it's always going to be there. It's always going to crop up. But yeah, we just need to to be aware that that's going to happen. And if it does crop up, just yeah, keep those blinkers on, stay in your own lane, think about your strengths. So yeah, really have to. I mean, I think we just really need to learn how to let it go and like you say we're always going to feel we're always going to compare ourselves to other people and obviously as we move through our lives there are going to be you know new people who come in who we're also going to compare ourselves to blah 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 blah. but the main thing is to remember our own unique selves and our own unique gifts and talents and yeah just focus on you know stay in your own lane and do not look do not keep looking side by side side to side because apart from anything else if you do that you're wasting time where you could be moving forward on you know whatever it is that you're meant to be doing so yeah great that, wrap it up and it's 27 minutes past yeah. so we've pretty much <laughs> now <laughs> oh well i hope there was something in there that some, somebody might find helpful and um yeah yeah, I think just having the awareness of it is actually a really going to be really, really helpful. Yeah. Ways, Thank ways, you, Lucy. It really does. Um, and everybody, remember um, Polly's workshop this coming Wednesday, the 13th, 6 o'clock. I'm going to be there and you can go. So www.pollywarren.com. Uh, workshop. Yeah. Perfect. All right. I'll see you soon. I'll see you. Yeah. Perfect. Take care. Bye. 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 Bye.